Welcome to a special edition of the Sapphic Book Review Podcast. This Saturday, March 18th, GCLS, the Golden Crown Literary Society, will be hosting a regional event from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the campus of Hudson County Community College in Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets are available at goldencrownliterarysociety.org slash 2023-NJ-Regional-Event. The event is free and open to all, but if you are able, donations are appreciated. You can donate at donorbox.org slash GCLSNJ2023. To tell us about the event featuring over 30 authors, six authors will be joining me today. Ann Aptaker, Cindy Rizzo, Max Ellendale, Kate Rounds, Kate Castle, and Ann Shade. Ann Aptaker is a Lambda Literary and Goldie Award winner and is the author of the Cantor Gold Crime Series. And Cindy Rizzo's debut, Exception to the Rule, was a Goldie winner for Best Debut Fiction. Her latest, The Border Crosser, was released in October. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for inviting us. Nice to be here. And you will be moderating the What Gets You Inspired panel. Right. Who is on that panel and what gets you inspired? Well, the panelists is a nice group of people. It's Kate Castle, who writes uh, YA, you know, young adult fiction. And then we have Lee Hayes, and she is a romance author. Miranda McLeod, who is also a romance author. Kate Rounds, who her current book she describes as a lesbian romp. So it, it's, you know, there's implied <laughs> humor there. And Anne Shade, who is also a romance writer. So we will be discussing what it is or how we maintain our inspiration. To read you, a, you know, the blurb for that session, for the What Gets You Inspired session, we've built it this way. It says, every writer, no matter who they are and how many books or stories they've published, every writer has trouble feeling the vibe at some time or another. The authors on this panel will talk about their writing routines and the way they get themselves into the zone when ideas and words are elusive. And the panel will share their tricks to write deeply, emotionally, and consistently. So that is, you know, kind of the meat of the matter. And uh, as far as what keeps me inspired, as I get into each story and each character, I think the characters themselves inspire me. I, I want to know about their lives and what they're going to do. And even though, like every writer, you know, sometimes I'll get up in the morning and the last thing in the world I want to do is write. The inspiration, as I say, comes from my characters, but also comes from the very real deadline that, <laughs> that the publisher or the short story magazine or wherever, you know, is being published sets. Otherwise, you're in breach of contract and that's not good either. So <laughs> inspiration comes from necessity and from creativity, at least for me. But we'll learn what the other authors, you know, what they do. And there are methods, I suppose, to keep ourselves engaged. That's good. What are you working on currently and when do you expect to release it? Well, the book that I'm working on currently, actually, is a real departure for me. Um, it's not a Cantergold book and it's not a specifically LGBTQ book, though there is a very much dyke character in the book. The book takes place in Paris on the day of the Nazi occupation. And there are several characters who react to this situation. And one of the central characters is a very real person who was named Lulu de Montparnasse. And she was the owner of the most elegant and popular lesbian nightclub in Paris. And of course, the Nazi occupation affected her business eventually and affected her life. 
so that's what I'm working on at the moment. I'm um, about a little less than a quarter of the way through it. And that's where I am at the moment, having to deal with a very dark period of history that still had very heroic moments and some very humorous moments as well. It is an, interestingly a murder mystery that takes place. And I suppose the thread of the story is how do you solve a murder? How do you deal with one evil, which is murder? when a larger evil, you know, the Nazi takeover of a city sort of absorbs it and overwhelms everything. How does that affect people's lives? How do they, how do they survive it? What are the trade-offs in order to survive? So that's what I'm working on at the moment. Well, it sounds really good. I look forward to it. Thank you. Cindy, you will be moderating the panel, What's It Like to Self-Publish? Who are the authors who will also be on that panel? Sure. Rachel Lacey, Erica Lee, T.B. Markinson, Susan Mahar, Jamie Moody, and Kimberly Todd. And they all write romance. And I'll, I'll read the, the little blurb or description about it. What's it like to self-publish? Writers are drawn to self-publishing for different reasons. Some want to have control over their process. Others don't want to query. Still others don't want to share the income and the list goes on. Self-published authors talk about why they decided to self-publish and what they've learned along the way. Excellent. What are you working on right now? And when do you expect to release that? I'm just beginning the third book in the trilogy that I've published the first two books of. It's a young adult speculative fiction trilogy. The trilogy itself is called the Split Trilogy. And the first two books were The Paper Cutter and The Border Crosser. And the third book tries to resolve the, the major issues that the first two books introduced. So I don't have a date yet. It's coming around along more slowly than <laughs> I would have liked. And I'm looking forward to Anne's panel to get the inspiration that uh, <laughs> I'm hoping to hear about from other authors. But that is definitely what, what I'm working on, although I have other things percolating in my head, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Hopefully some of those all come together for you. Yeah, I hope so too. Thanks. And Aptaker and Cindy Rizzo will both have books available for purchase, and you can also get those signed at the event. Thank you both for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank sure. you. Pleasure. Max Allendale is the author of nearly 30 LGBTQ plus books, including her Four Point Universe series. Kate Round's debut novel, Cat Boat Road, was released last September. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for Thank having you. me. Max, tell me about the panel you'll be on and who the other authors are. So I'm sitting on the diversity panel. There is a handful of us on it. We have Felice Cohen, Tegan Shepard, Ann Shade, and Kay Acker. Our moderator is going to be Karen Rappaport. We're going to be talking about some of the successes and challenges that we've had writing diverse characters in sapphic literature. And how hard have you found it to write those diverse characters yourself? Writing them, you know, I grew up in New York and I live in New York. And all my friends are diverse characters. So I've had a wonderful pool of people to include in my stories and including myself, obviously, as far as, you know, cultural backgrounds go. So not too difficult for me. I have a quite an authentic group of folks. Uh, I think the challenges came from in the beginning, like, is it okay if I write about this? Is it not okay if I write about this? And making sure I get the right people involved when I do write about it. Very nice. What are you currently working on? And do you have a release date set? No release date set. I'm working on the 15th novel in my Four Point Universe. The title is Jagged. 
This one is also a diverse novel. I was really hoping if everything would be ready by the time this panel happened, but it, but it won't be. <laughs> it won't be at all. This one features a few neurodiverse characters. So capitalizing and expanding on my experience with diverse people and being a diverse person in a different way myself, I figured it was time to put some of those elements into my next story. Very nice. Kate, you're moderating a panel the expectations versus the realities of being a writer. Who is also on that panel with you? I have Nan Campbell, Kat Jackson, Morgan Lee Miller, Aurora Ray, and Kate Haddock-Strong. These are all romance writers. One of them calls herself a romance writer and a suspense writer, and I think romance is about a suspense as far as I can tell. But all these women have written tons of books. I'm the only debut novelist here. So Nan has written two books. She's from New York City. She loves to travel, and she started to love uh, romance through beach reading. Kat has written six romance novels. She's from Pennsylvania. She, too, loves the beach. I guess I think there's a lot to be said for romance novels in the beach. <laughs> uh, maybe it's because there are fewer clothes on the beach. Morgan Lee Miller has written six romance novels. She's from Washington. She's working on her seventh novel, As We Speak. She's a Goldie finalist. And she works in the animal welfare area in a nonprofit, which I'm sure is something that a lot of people can relate to. Aurora Ray talks about riding on a tractor and pining for goats. I guess she grew up in Louisiana and she always dreamed about New England. She's written an amazing 19 romance novels. And Kate had it strong. She's the one who's a romance writer who also is into suspense. and. She talks about really enjoying what having a support network has done for her while she's writing her books. And she's in the airline industry and she's from upstate New York. So I've never met any of these women. I'm really excited about meeting them and I'm excited about all the work they're doing. And I agree with her. I think uh, it's great to have this community of writers that we can meet and uh, learn from and have fun with, I hope, in Jersey City, which is where I'm from. <laughs> Trust me, you'll have plenty of fun. <laughs> okay. Tell me about your debut novel, Catboat Road. Catboat Road came out from Bywater Books in September of 2022. It's not a YA book. A lot of people think it is, but it's not. It's But it's about a teenager who falls in love with her mother's best friend. And it has a pretty good ending. I didn't realize this when I was writing it. And maybe you have this experience too, that I didn't know it was as edgy as everybody thinks it is. She's 17 and she's having sex with these older women and I, with this older woman. And I guess maybe that's the issue, but it, it's kind of a friendly book and it's written. It's, there's got a lot of comedy in it. So let's see how it does. Whatever. <laughs> Both of you will be signing your books at the event and having those for sale. What do you like to write when you sign a book? Max, do you have like a special little thing you write in there? Not really. I mean, it depends. I'm, I'm very much, I ask the readers what they would want me to write. Sometimes I'll say something like, I hope you enjoy this story. Kate, do you have anything you expect to write in your books when you sign them? Thank you for saying expect. I only signed three books and one of them uh, was a mother who wanted her daughter bravely to read the book. So I, I guess I'll take my cue from what Max has said, you know, if there's anything that they want or that's probably, thank you for bringing it up though. It's probably something I should think about more, right? Is that right? <laughs> you who have written so many books. I mean, perhaps I, you know, I'm not the cleverest on my feet. So sometimes I'm inspired if I get an, an order at home and it's, uh, or my home office rather, and I'm filling it there and signing it in 
private, quiet, no one around. Oh, maybe I'm a little more clever, but when you're at a table with 10, 20 people staring at you, it's like, I don't even remember my name half the time. <laughs> I have been known to mess up my own signature. So, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I can't, messing up signatures, that's my middle name. I, I can't even, nobody can even read it, but it is what it is, you know? Yes. Well, thanks for that advice. <laughs> of course. Thank you both for joining me today, and I hope you have a great time at the event. Looking forward uh, I'm looking to forward to it. And I look forward to meeting you. It should be fun. And Shade writes stories that feature by people of color. Her latest novel, Securing Ava, was released in November. Kate Castle is a double Goatee winner for her debut novel, Girl Island, and is hard at work on her second. Ladies, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And you will be moderating a panel. What's the topic and who are the authors who will be on it with you? Sure. The topic is I write what I want, give it up for multi-genre authors. And it's Maggie Cummings, Casey Luck, Catherine Morosi, Rita Potter, and Lydia Strike. Are you a multi-genre, multi-genre writer? <laughs> yes, I'm a multi, multi- I can't say it now. <laughs> I am a multi-genre writer, yes. There's one ongoing theme, at least with mine, and that's romance, but it's indifferent. It's historical, contemporary, erotic, suspense, fantasy. So I'm all over the place. <laughs> Have you written a lot of the erotics? Femtales, and I'm currently working on one that's supposed to be erotic. I have to add more <laughs> erotic to it. <laughs> it's a leather lace and locks. Ooh, so, ooh that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that sounds saucy. It does. Rob saucy, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be releasing your next book and give us a sneak peek? I'll be releasing my next book in May, just in time for my birthday. It's called Three Wishes, and it's sort of a contemporary take on Aladdin, but from the genie's perspective. And it's about a djinn who has been trapped in a bottle for centuries searching for her lost princess and her princess's spirit has been trapped going from person to person, never knowing who she really is and kind of trapped as well. And they finally, the spirits finally connect and lots of magic and craziness ensues. (laughs) Wow. If you had three wishes, what would they be? Ooh, to be able to retire and open my bed and breakfast to have enough money to give my children enough to do what they want to do with their lives. And your friends, Laura and Kate. Yes, of course, of course. Um, (laughs) And you know what? I don't know what I'd do with the third wish. I mean, I wouldn't want to live forever. I wouldn't want any special powers uh, just to be happy. I'm cheesy. (laughs) That's impossible. Choosing three wishes. My God. (laughs) So you're saying you couldn't pick three wishes? Well, I could make a good go of it, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think i think number one would probably be some peace and damn quiet <laughs> but, you know i live in a house full of children so i'll take what i can yeah if you'll just have more wine that will help that will help actually that that was coming up for my second wish you know me so well <laughs> a bottomless glass of wine <laughs> oh gosh all sorts of trouble Anne. let's not get started <laughs> Kate, you will be using that fabulous British accent of yours to moderate a panel. Who will be on that panel and what's the topic? I will be. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, So I have Anne Aptaker on mine, also Louise McBain, my friend Sherry Ritz, 
Cindy Rizzo and M. Ulrich. And my panel is about where we find our readers. So I'll be talking a lot about the sort of channels that we use to, to connect with readers and how we find our comparative authors and discussing a lot with the audience as well, trying to find out how we connect with each other and what readers want to hear from authors and what authors can do to sort of make themselves more available. That's the last one of the day. As it should be. Yes. Well, quite. So no wine for me at lunch, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) I find that hard to believe. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) (laughs) When will you be releasing your second novel and tell us about it? Well, my second novel is the first one of three, you see. So I'm literally writing three books at once at the moment. The first one is done. But because it's a series of three, three is feeding into two and two is feeding into one and they're all sort of feeding in together. So I have a sneaking suspicion that my romance might be out first because that's done and that's with the editor. So I think certainly by the end of April, I think my romance will be out and I'm going to aim for around about the same time for the first one of my series. We live in hope. I'm an indie, so there's no pressure. (laughs) That's right. You do what you want. I can do what I hell like. Tell us about this romance. What's it called? Oh, it's called Licking the Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And you said mine was. (laughs) And uh, it's a great great British bake-off, if you like, sort of uh, tribute. And it's about a baking contestant who hits it off rather well with a a famous breakfast TV presenter who's a guest judge on the, the baking show. And she ends up getting a job with a breakfast TV show and they end up rather hitting it off. A lot of France involved. Yes. I love a bit of France. Lots of baking. A lot of licking bowls. Lots of messy kitchen behavior. One can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite a departure for me, but I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun. Fabulous. Both of you will have books available and we'll be signing those. How would you both sign a book to me? Anne? <laughs> I would sign it as, and I guess because people won't really know what this means, but you'll get it because we just had the conversation in the beginning. Um, lots of cuddles for a good review. <laughs> ah, fabulous. This is quite a challenge, Laura. Now, do I go sensible or do I go naughty? That's hard to say. Oh, okay. I think if I was going to be naughty, I'd say, I hope your review is a lot better than your British accent, darling. <laughs> oh, burn. Burn. And, but if you were going to go sweet, if I was give me lovely, I'd say to my darling bestie with all my love, I'll love you forever and a day. <laughs> love you. Ah, uh, see, that's better. Yeah, you're welcome. You like her. You really like her. <laughs> I mean, you have to admit it. One of these days, you, you'll do anything for me. I would. I would do anything for you. I would even go to prison for you. You'd have a great wow. time, with Laura. I would. I'd be very popular in prison. <laughs> But I would prefer you to be there to protect me because, let's face it, I will be someone's bitch. It's going to happen. I say this regularly to my family. I'll get three meals a day. I'll have a roof over my head. You know, I'm quite big, so I don't think I'd get bullied. I'd just rest all day and write. I think I had a rather good time. (laughs) I wouldn't get disturbed when in the bathroom by random teenagers. You know, it's all good. Might not be teenagers, but you'll get disturbed. Yeah, you might get disturbed. (laughs) Yeah. But I might not turn that one away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you'd like to get some books signed by these lovely, lovely women, <laughs> you can. Thanks for joining me, ladies. You are more than Thank welcome. you. Thanks for listening. And thanks again to Anne Aptaker, Cindy Rizzo, Max Ellendale, Kate Rounds, 
Kate Castle and Anne Shade for joining me today. This is a great opportunity to meet some incredible authors and get signed books for your collection. Once again, the GCLS regional event will be held this Saturday, March 18th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. in Jersey City, New Jersey, in collaboration with Hudson Pride Center on the campus of Hudson Valley Community College. For tickets, visit goldencrownliterarysociety.org slash 2023-NJRegional-Event. The event is open and free to all, but if you are able, donations are appreciated. Visit donorbox.org slash GCLSNJ2023 to donate. To support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash sapphiclaura or join my Patreon at patreon.com slash sapphicbookreviewpod. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, happy reading.